Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. One of the biggest issues in sports betting today is responsible gambling. And one aspect of that is something you don't hear a lot about, and that's how to teach responsible gambling to young people. And one organization out there that is doing an incredible job in that area is the Intain Foundation U.S. And coming up, we have two returning guests from the Intain Foundation. Martin Lichka is Senior Vice President for American Regulatory Affairs and Responsible Gambling for Intain. And Bill Pascarell III, who's been on this show several times, as a partner at the Princeton Public Affairs Group, which is the largest statewide lobbying firm in the U.S. They're going to tell us what the Intain Foundation is doing to help guide young people with regard to responsible gambling. When we come back, we're talking responsible gambling, so stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of March 6, 2023. The nation's total iGaming revenue saw a huge increase in the month of January. Nationally, the revenue added up to $476 million for the month, a 17.2 increase from the January 2022 total of $394 million. There are six states that allow iGaming, and they are New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Connecticut, West Virginia, and Delaware. New Jersey's online poker market generated $2.7 million in gross gaming revenue in the month of January, an increase of 24.7% over December's $2.2 million. Multi-state online poker playing could have been the reason for this increase. On January 1st, PokerStars united its Michigan and New Jersey player pools. WSOP.com also allows for multi-state play between its Jersey and Nevada players. And finally, Caesars Entertainment with its partner SL Green Realty Corporation announced a new Caesars Rewards partnership with merchants in the greater New York City area in its bid to have a Manhattan casino. Under this new deal, Caesars Rewards members will be able to use the reward credits for local restaurants, hotels, retailers, and other businesses in the area. As a Caesars Rewards member, I love this idea. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome 
Welcome back to House Guards. Dave Weishaddle with you. With sports betting spreading across this country, it is so important to promote responsible gambling, especially to the young people in this country. There's an organization out there that is doing amazing things for responsible gambling, especially when it comes to raising that issue with our young people, and that is the Intain Foundation U.S. And right now we have two board members of this important organization with us. Martin Lichka is Senior Vice President for American Regulatory Affairs and Responsible Gambling for Intain, and Bill Pascrell III is a partner at the Princeton Public Affairs Group, which is the largest statewide lobbying firm in the U.S., and they are both on the phone right now. Martin and Bill, welcome back. Always great talking to you guys. Very good morning. Thanks for having us, Dave. Good morning, David. Always uh, a pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure all on this side. But let, let me, uh, before we start talking Intain Foundation U.S. and Responsible Gambling, Martin, you're now a resident of New Jersey, and I just want to know, have you gotten rid of all your New England Patriots gear and adopted either Jets or Giants? I think everyone wants to know that now. <laughs> are, are we gonna, That's a very fair question. Are, are we gonna, I'm a very proud resident, <laughs> very proud resident of the Garden State. And you know what? I piled up all that gear and grabbed the lighter, <laughs> but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Old habits die hard, so the answer sadly has to be a no, but I'm sure that between you and Belle, you will keep bearing me down, and before we know it, I'll be sporting a giant's gear with our friend Armani Tumas' name yeah, at the back yeah. of it. But I, it, it's it's so great to have you guys back on. I mean, I know March is Responsible Gambling Month, and Intain Foundation U.S. is doing such great things in the gambling industry when it comes to responsible gambling. Remind everyone what the Intain Foundation is and what you're doing for the sports betting industry and responsible gambling. If I may start, and I'm sure, sure. Bill will have a lot to add to that mm -hmm. as all this, which will be much appreciated. So the Entain Foundation U.S., as a reminder, is the U.S.-facing charity arm of Entain, one of the world's largest gambling operators. And we've set off on a mission to indeed educate uh, the the folks up and down this nation about responsible gambling, also sports integrity, and the wider consumer protection bits and pieces and that's because we do care and we do need to care about the long-term sustainability of the u.s sports betting markets you've already hit the nail on the head david when you said that sports betting has taken this country yeah. by the storm and as i said we truly believe that the only way of ensuring that this business will keep going and that it will be sustainable and that everything will be done in a sensible way is by means of responsible gambling practices and in particular education. So that's why mm -hmm. we've partnered up with the likes of the NCAA, happy to come back to that, of course, sure. the NFLPA, we have other leaks in the pipeline. And finally, perhaps worth mentioning is the fact that we've also brought together all the biggest U.S.-facing sports betting operators. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, September last year, we put out a 12th principle responsible gambling pledge. So in other words, all these operators have committed to honor a set of responsible gambling criteria. And there's definitely more coming from those quarters. So please do watch this space. Like I said, I'm, I'm so glad both of you are on the show because, you know, whenever we hear the word sports gambler or professional sports better, I mean, we have a picture in our head and uh, usually that picture doesn't include a young person or a college age person. But, you know, 
gambling can impact people of all ages, especially young people. How can gambling impact young people, and especially college age kids? Of course, uh, sure. most of, sure. if I if I may, sure. uh, most most college kids, a shattering majority of them are mm-hmm. not allowed to gamble, and of course that's that's for the best and as it should be. The legal age yeah. for gambling is twenty one. At the same time, at the risk of stating the obvious, and uh, you kicked off the show by reference to our beloved game, football, yeah. they get exposed to sports betting, largely left, right, and center. Now we're filming, or we're recording this through the under 28th of February, so that's some two weeks after Super Bowl. Yeah. And just like every year these days, uh, there have been lot of sports betting relate, related commercials on TV prior, during, and after the game. So what we're trying to achieve together with our partners is to educate the college population about what gambling is, how it works, how they can protect themselves from any risks associated from gambling, and of course, once they are of age, and if they do, and it is their choice, that's the critical point, if they do choose to gamble, we are hoping to put them in a position to make the right choices. So that is why, in a nutshell, I strongly believe sports betting-related education is very, very important, including on the college level. Bill, I'd love to get your input on that. How does the gambling impact young people? I mean, you're out there, you're talking about it all the time, and you're very knowledgeable about that subject. What have you seen? How can gambling impact young people in this country? Well, listen, um, gambling should never be used as a coping mechanism. Sure. We know that. Uh, We've been advocating for stronger self-regulatory uh, self-regulation by the operators, and uh, thanks to Martin's leadership on this issue nationally, um, more and more operators are starting to get religion mm-hmm. and understanding that this is important to create a sustainable industry. Um, young people are more vulnerable um, to all types of uh, op- uh, offerings out there, uh, and as long as they're educated early about some of the vagaries of gambling. Um, you know, I've, I've been in situations, David, and we've talked about this both online and, and offline, um, you know, uh, where I'd get a phone call from a, a parent whose son is, you know, 15, 16, 17, and largely in debt from the street bookies. Yeah. That's why it's important for legislators and regulators and governors to understand that regulation and legalization of, of, of gaming and sports betting in particular helps create uh, a better environment to be able to monitor, uh, particularly online, with what people are doing. You walk into a casino, you show your proof of your, that you're uh, of majority age, you're 21 or older for... Um, casino or sports betting, and you're 18 for horse racing. Yeah, and that's it. They don't they don't monitor your behavior, but when you go online, there are all types of standards that are put in place, some regulatorily 
and some self-regulated uh, to have, you know, limits uh, on what you put in your account, what you can bet per spin, um, what you can bet on a game. But, you know, it, it's a part of the American culture. I think it's obviously a part of the culture of many other uh, jurisdictions and countries. Uh, people like to put a punt on a game uh, and, and they enjoy it more. Um, and, you know, despite the NFL's aversion to sports betting, they seem to have embraced it wholeheartedly <laughs> they have. since the repeal of PASPA. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hey, we're all one big happy family now. And, um, you know, I, I just think we have to be very careful. Uh, I'll sound like a broken record for a mm-hmm. bit, but we're one newspaper headline away from regulators and legislators cracking down. You saw sure. Congressman Tonkin introduce a bill in Washington. Now, fortunately, he's in a major- minority party, so that bill's probably never going to see the light of day. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to, you know, put bans on advertising. Yeah, that's not the way to approach it. Um, so, so you know, I, I'm very concerned. And again, thanks to Martin's leadership and the Intain Foundation, and Amani and I are very proud to be affiliated with it, mm-hmm. along with Martin. You know, Martin's going on college campuses throughout the country to educate not just the players but the general student body um, for, for how to handle better the way you bet um, and, and your behavior with it. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. You're listening to the House of Cards. Why, you cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50-to-1 shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100-to-1 shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Martin Lichka and Bill Pascrell III from the Intain Foundation U.S. 
I, I want to build upon what you said, Bill. I mean, the Intain Foundation is doing amazing things at the collegiate level. What are some of the programs at the Intain Foundation, along with Epic Risk Management, who is also doing a great job? What, what are you doing with the colleges and universities? I know you're you're doing something with an incredible amount of colleges, 46 colleges and universities in 22 states, which is absolutely incredible. And what you guys are doing is absolutely amazing at the collegiate level. Bill and, and Martin, tell us what you guys have been doing at the collegiate level. Well, Martin's not good about talking about himself, so I'm going to talk about Martin because um, he's a very, very humble man. Um, and then you have me, <laughs> maybe not so humble. But <laughs> I, you guys, I, uh, you guys you make know, a good team. You guys, through, as you know, David. Yeah, you, you guys make <laughs> a good team. Together. So yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. The good cop and the bad cop. Um, uh, you know, uh, M- Martin's done extraordinary stuff in the three years that the Intain Foundation has been. Uh, working in the U.S., bringing on epic risk management uh, to bring the real lived experience to locker rooms mm-hmm. uh, on college campuses and in professional locker rooms and on uh, the general student body. Uh, not only that, but Martin's also been the, 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 the leader on getting uh, Charles Oakley and Bo Gray and their wager score sure. um, offering uh, into many jurisdictions and on many college campuses. So it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship. Um, Epic has an incredible lived experience that they bring. Uh, they're UK based, but a lot of the folks at Epic uh, are, are former punters and former athletes mm-hmm. who've gone sideways with, with sports betting. So, you know, you can, you can tell a story to a student or a college athlete that they would appreciate more than coming from folks just uh, like Martin and I, who are, are lawyers in regulatory affairs council, um, because they want to they want to be able to identify and and sympathize and relate, and and that's why Eric uh, Epic has so much power, uh, and and I believe that the Epic, the wager score, uh, are are important critical components to continuing to educate and advocate on the importance of responsible gaming and creating a sustainable industry. And on top of that, Martin's also put real money from uh, Entain into real academic studies with Rutgers and UNLV and Harvard, all of whom are either in the midst of or are completing multi-year studies on gambling behavior so that we have real data points to put behind uh, what we're trying to accomplish. As you can see, I can just sit tight and (laughs) do a President Biden. Be humble, because Bill is my Karen Jean-Pierre, so that's why I instructed him. So thank you for all your kind words, Bill. And in all seriousness, I I wouldn't have done this, and I probably wouldn't have even been allowed to enter this country without all Bill's aid and Mm -hmm. loving support. So that is much, much appreciated. And yes, Bill is spot on. The partnerships the foundation has launched, but to be fair, there are others. I wouldn't go as far as saying as many others, but at least few others in the industry that perhaps not on such a scale, but they have launched similar partnerships mm-hmm. because the industry is only as strong as its weakest link. But going back to the partnerships, they are critically important to the future 
of our individual businesses as well as the industry at large. And together with Epic Risk Management, we are proud to have partnered up with all those colleges up and down the country mm -hmm. and as of still relatively late with NCAA itself. And I'm also delighted to be able to announce that we are further expanding that program. There will be even more sessions. And actually, I attended uh, a session at the University of Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago, and the lived experience program that is at the heart of these sessions, so all these stories, to put it bluntly, are extremely impactful. You would be listening to the recovered gambling addicts who've mm -hmm. largely seen it all. You know, typically sure. they had at the when they started betting, they had their betting under control, but then they faced some adversity in most cases, which triggered very negative behavioral reactions. And they started gambling so much that it did. It did spill out of control and uh, they were pushed by circumstances and by their own brains so, to, to very, very harmful thoughts. Luckily, luckily, most of them stopped short of implementing those thoughts, including suicide, and have plucked up the amazing courage. I think that's another critical point. Amazing mm -hmm. courage to share their life stories. So we are, to stick to the pattern, we are humbled and privileged to be working with these guys that uh, allow us that hand in hand we come to college campuses and educate students, in particular student athletes, about the vagaries of betting. Because the other important point to make in this regard is the fact that, well, most or the large waves of population will never face mm -hmm. a gambling addiction issue. So it, it is restricted to a minority within the population. There's an onus on the industry to go and help them. At the same time, to Bill's earlier point, college students and in particular college athletes are one of the most vulnerable groups because A, they are privy to inside information that they could yes. use themselves or albeit inadvertently pass on to someone else. And they have a lot. We all have a lot on the line, to be fair, but they've got their future professional careers on the line. And this is why it's so important to go and educate them. And finally, and that ties back with what Bill said about, we keep talking about Amani Tum, our friend. We mm -hmm. keep talking about Charles Oakley. Yes, yes. So the, the, the final point I'd like to make in this regard is the fact that, well, with all due respect to ourselves, whatever the foundation might do, whatever the industry might do, I'm sure it will be greatly appreciated by our customers and the public. But if you have the likes of Charles Oakley, if you have the likes of Armani Tumor, we might have talked about this here yeah. before, these are the folks that the public will relate to. And if they hear it from them, they will pause and listen, and that will further boost our ability to educate the public and increase the efficiency of any such campaign. So long story short, that's why we're so honored to work with these guys because they are role models. They are responsible gambling champions.
You know, I, I, I love the fact that you work with well-known athletes because it, it just gives student athletes and students this incredible support system. And, it, and it's just amazing what Entain is doing for these college-age kids. And I mean, But what, what is the central message that you want to convey to the student athletes and the students who, who attend any programs given by Entain? If I may go, go first, sure. the key message is that uh, sports betting, because ever since the removal of possible legalized sports betting, is here to stay. Mm-hmm. They are bound to be exposed to it. At the same time, nobody forces them to engage with it. If they do decide to engage with it, and actually some of them might be inclined to do it because of their inherently competitive nature. Needless to say, if you play college sports, if you play professional sports, you want to win. Because you also want to enjoy yourself, being part of the team and whatnot, but ultimately, when you're on the field, you want to win the game. And this in itself has an inherent associated risk of spilling over into your other daily activities. So that's the, that's the link between playing college sport, being part of the team, and gambling and betting, because it may be another way of venting your competitive nature. So as I started saying, the key message is that there are legal forms of betting. If you're under the age of 21, you're not allowed to bet, and the industry is making sure that these folks are not allowed to bet. If one day you choose to engage with it, then do it sensibly, do it responsibly, and of course, at the risk of stating the obvious, if these, for want of better expression, cats Mm -hmm. go on to land a professional career, and if they choose to bet, well, ideally only do it once you've retired, or never ever bet on your sport, never ever bet on your team. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. 
No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot. With 50% off almost any one sexy item, just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, about chicka wow wow. Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS. Boots 2. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on you money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there is no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Martin Lichka and Bill Pascrell III from the Intain Foundation U.S. Bill, how about you? What, what, what do you think the central message should be to students and student athletes with regard to sports betting? David, if, if I may, uh, I want to bring some context mm-hmm. because I think it's important for the broader message. So in answering your question, I think it's important to provide an outline. It is very unusual. Um, and I can, I can say this, uh, but I also want to qualify it by saying Intain is a very important, long, approaching 10 years now. Wow. I've been representing the company um, you know, from the early days. Uh, Intain has done something pretty incredible. Before it was required, before it was a sexier issue, um, Intain put not only uh, resources, uh, human resources into it, but a lot of capital into putting together uh, intelligence and research into what uh, we're trying to accomplish here. Um, and, And they were the first to do it. And Tain and Martin Lichka are trailblazers mm-hmm. in the United States. Many other companies were slow to the dance, but they're coming on board. Martin's assembled a, a, a cattle of large top 10 sports betting operators who are now realizing that what, what Martin's been advocating for multiple years is important for them to create a more sustainable industry. Our message is that we need to get to young people 
uh, of all persuasions at early stages, uh, eighth grade, high school, college, um, to educate them um, on what is not so obvious to them, which is gambling can be um, utilized as a coping mechanism and can be harmful to people. We've seen what's happened in the UK where there was a huge escalation of gambling addiction and all the problems that result from that uh, causing harm to families across the country. And we're trying to use that uh, study and experience to prevent that from happening in the United Mm -hmm. States. We do not believe that this needs to be solved by the regulators. We believe we need to put our big boy and big girl pants on and address the issue forthright before it becomes an escalating problem. So, you know, talking to young folks about being responsible in their behavior because they have responsibility not only to themselves, but to their friends and their family. And when you spin out, whether it's uh, gambling addiction or the other addictions, you're impacting not only your life, but many other people's lives. And so our message to them is enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with putting a, a few shekels down on a sporting event, but don't bet over your head, bet within your means and be responsible about the way you conduct yourselves. And and equally important, not more important, but equally important is educating players who have incredible opportunity uh, to make a living uh, in athletics uh, to not um, take this casually because it could end your career opportunity if it's not handled properly. Bill, I'm I'm so glad you brought up the fact that education at all age levels is important. I, I want to get your opinion. I certainly Martin's opinion. I, I, I'm an attorney here in New Jersey, but I also have a law office right outside of Boston, Massachusetts, who and New England are getting their sports betting ducks in a row right now. And one of the big proposals coming out of Vermont is they want to have sports betting. They want to have just online sports betting, no casinos, no retail books, but they want to set the betting sports betting age at 18. And uh, the bells and whistles went off in my head, and wow, I'm going to ask Bill and Martin about this. This this tells you how much I'm talking to you guys. I'm probably talking to you guys too much. My God, I'm thinking about you guys when these proposals come up. But I, I want to get your opinion on that kind of proposal. I mean, the 18-year-olds, look, you can vote, you can um, you know, serve in the military, and certainly I have no problem with um, you know, putting money down on the Patriots for a weekend or something like that. But in college, you have this support system that Intain provides. I'm wondering if this kind of support system that is available to college age students should they would would now have to be moved into the high school level. Yeah, listen. Um, yes, indeed, it's mm-hmm. a controversial move. Yeah, and this is not something that people should come to the table casually about Um, allowing folks, young people to bet at the age of 18. Well, first of all, in America, you can bet on horse racing at the age of 18. What's the freaking difference? I mean, what's the difference between putting a punt on a horse in a race and putting a punt on the Giants, the Jets 
the Eagles or maybe even those not so sophisticated the Patriots. You know, you, just, <laughs> you have to throw that in there. Yeah, um, sure. I I think that eighteen is a fine age, but it it, it should be done uh, uh, and advocated uh, in a responsible way. Meaning that if an eighteen-year-old is not allowed to gamble, like is the case in New York and New Jersey and Pennsylvania, and sure most other states they're going to find a way to put money down on a on a uh, a game um whether it's legal or not i mean when i was in high school at don bosco uh up in northern jersey i used to have a betting slip in my locker room mm-hmm. uh each morning um you know leading up to the the sunday games and check it off and put my $10 in. Not a big deal, right? I'm not really hurting anybody. But it, it, it's, it's similar to the situation with alcohol. You think 17, 18-year-olds aren't drinking? They're drinking. Mm-hmm. But how do you create a more responsible environment is massive education, massive resources into education. And what Martin's been doing and what Entain has been doing from day one is talking about prevention. Not once the problem happens and therapeutics and other um, uh, opportunities, once you've identified a uh, gambling addict, it's preventing gambling addiction. And I think we're moving the dial. We have far more work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, the age of 18 is right. I mean, you can go to war. Sure, sure. You can serve in the military. You can vote, but you can't bet on a on a Sunday game. I mean, it, it, it's just not logical. And at the end of the day, those kids could care less whether it's legalized or not. Yeah, um, because they're going to put a punt down regardless. So by enabling that to happen, that's why Bo Gray and Charles Oakley and Amani um, have been going uh, onto onto college campuses along with Martin. Uh, and the Intain Foundation to kind of get to folks early, mm-hmm. early in life, uh, and, and provide them with the opportunity to know that there's resources available should you get in, creep into uh, a marginal behavior. Yeah, first of all, let me say that, of course, Brian Debbles won the coach of the year, so that allowed <laughs> Bill to speak about sophistication. There you go. <laughs> at the same time, one's got to say that Daniel Jones is no Eli Manning. So we shall see how it all pans out next season. And on a on a more even more serious note, just to echo Bill's comments, I suspect that on one hand, now anything to do with batting and children is by nature and implication controversial. So far from me to suggest that we should be teaching anybody under the age of 21 how to bat. But what I believe could be useful on the, even on the high school level is to work an element of statistics into the mathematics education, because you familiarize yourself with all this as part of your maths education, then you will be in a much better position to 
understand how betting works when the right time comes. I'll say it again. I believe it might be a controversial mm -hmm. proposal, but uh, teaching kids about statistics and uh, not not how odds themselves are calculated, but uh, the the mathematics and the algebra and what have you behind it could help their understanding and perhaps cynically speaking, you know, and that's, and I might be shooting myself in the industry <laughs> in my foot and by the industry foot, they might realize that there's a high chance that the house you pardon the pun on this show, mm -hmm. that the house there might you know. win at the end. Yeah. But now if that contributes to them making sensible decisions, even in some perhaps lot of cases, the decision not to engage with gambling sites, then that is for the best as well, because we only want folks on the side who choose to gamble of their own free will, not because their brain is telling them, is creating a compulsion to to do it and we do want sophisticated folks that can and do enjoy themselves while engaging with the betting products so that would be my way of uh, addressing not only a question but the potential controver potential controversial age issue associated with what we've been discussing today stick around we'll be right back with more house of cards If you don't have final expense life insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable information about whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and other final expenses. A final expense life insurance policy is fast and available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exam, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costing $9,420 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses. Your premium will never increase. Your policy will have a cash value and a death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense life insurance with a lifetime lock, call LifeCare at 800-459-8822. That's 800-459-8822. <laughs> You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. <laughs> Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. 
For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Martin Lichka and Bill Pastorell III from the Intain Foundation U.S. You, you know, one of the things that's been a hot topic in the sports betting industry and in, in controversial to some is sports betting on esports. And Bill, you just became an advisor to the Esports Trade Association Regulated Video Game and Esports Committee. So congratulations, BP3. It's great that you're doing that and you're advising them precisely at the right time because colleges and universities are starting to give scholarships and have teams for esports and states are debating and formulating rules so people can start betting on esports and and usually esport participants are much younger than traditional sports and they also have a younger audience so both of your opinions and and, and certainly I'd love to hear it when it comes to esports what should the message be for young people when it comes to the issue of sports betting and esports, especially at the college and university level, since they're now having teams and scholarships? Well, there's a couple of levels here. Um, uh, in the various jurisdictions that we've been advocating for esports wagering, um, uh, we, we are educating politicians, elected officials, and regulators um, that there are a lot of folks who are very young and uh, very adept and very skilled at um, doing esports in tournaments, etc. We want to make sure that uh, people understand, particularly elected and regulators, that the integrity of the game is a high priority. Uh, but we also want to protect, similarly to sports betting, the players themselves. There are many young people involved in pro athletics that are under 21. Um, but there are also, uh, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of college athletes who are under 21. Um, so I don't really agree with the differentiation between an esports player and a high school or college athlete. Uh, now, we don't bet on high school sports yet. Uh, at least in the regulated market, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but the way to monitor uh, and be able to provide um, prevention and treatment to folks who have issues is to regulate it so it can be better monitored and tracked. Um, we know that the black market continues to be far larger than the regulated market. And the reason for that is it's very hard for regulators to crack down, although they are making efforts and strides to do it on the black market. For example, New Jersey is now taking a more aggressive level with sports betting operators who do business with some of their vendors that are in other markets, uh, in, in black markets. So they'll say, we will not renew your license if you continue to work with company XYZ that's in multiple black markets. So that's a good way to be able to impact and penetrate. The other sad thing, whether it's esports or sports um, betting, um, David, is it's immensely profitable to remain in the black market. If you're a dodgy operator, you're a dodgy operator. And if you're not interested in being licensed and getting into the licensed market, which is far more expensive and far less profitable, well, you know, there, there are good folks and bad folks in, in any walk of life. Esports, I think, is 
multiple years away uh, in terms of wagering on it uh, from being uh, a mass market uh, that's growing and successful. But as we're ramping up to that point in time over the next few years, and Martin's massively involved in this uh, with Entain's eSport offerings, um, is continuing to just advocate as we are in other verticals like sports betting, um, uh, issues surrounding integrity of the game, uh, match fixing, um, and responsible wagering. There's nothing wrong with putting a wager down on a, legit, a legitimate legal tournament as long as it's lawful in your jurisdiction. And that enables us to be able to better educate and advocate for uh, the trampoline effect uh, we're hoping will take place with esports. I might make it tedious and boring, but I totally <laughs> agree with Bill. I wouldn't make a difference between a sports college athlete and esports <coughs> college athlete. They all have to train. They all have to train really hard. They're under constant pressure in the run-up to the competitions or mm -hmm. resulting from the competitions that they're, they're in. And well, the, there is the, the key difference is the fact that uh, within the esports community and esports betting community, the responsible wagering practices may not be as developed as they are across the sports betting community. So even more, even, even more work there, but at the same time, I do strongly believe that they are on the right track. And to be fair to them, brushing the betting element aside, they've started doing an awful lot for their esports athletes. In terms of in terms of their well-being, and that applies across the piece, but in particular at uh, U.S. colleges, because mm -hmm. these esports athletes can take advantage of largely, if not pretty much, the same infrastructure that sports athletes can take advantage of. Well, let me ask you: We're entering a month which is all about colleges and sports betting, and I'm talking about March Madness. I mean, you you can't watch a sports reporter that brings up March Madness, and they're usually giving odds on who they think will win the tournament and or what the odds will be and things like that. How how should young people process that information? And is this a particularly vulnerable time for young people? I mean, watching March Madness intertwined with betting information. It's well. The first point I would make is that uh, sports betting, a uh, responsible wager in education, is essential throughout the year. So yet again, I don't mean to sound cynical, mm -hmm. but uh, it's not as though we take that as an industry. We take the boxes throughout March and then would be in the luxurious position of being able to forget about our customers, about their gambling behavior and responsible, responsible wagering, not by any means. Because at the same time, March Madness, hot on the heels of, of Super Bowl, but of course, um, a, a week's long event is point in time where there is a heightened level of exposure of both to both sports and and betting so that's why it is a smart decision to 
raise awareness about problem gambling during during March. So what I'm sure you will get to see coming from within the industry is a whole host of new initiatives, be it research, other types of partnerships, including partnerships across sports, um, Amtain Foundation itself will be making a few announcements in that regard. We also, as I've already said, we plan on continuing the good work of that operators RG-focused group that so far has resulted in a set of responsible gambling principles. And I suppose finally, and we, we've to some extent been tiptoeing around that topic, although Bill did mention it, to be, to be fair to him, and that is uh, sports betting related advertising. Mm-hmm. And in, in that regard, the, the key point that I'd like to make is twofold. So the, what I started calling, for one reason or another, the honeymoon period of legalized sports betting in the United States, in my view, this is now coming to an end. And what I mean by that is that there's a critical mass, 30 plus markets that have regulated sports betting. Operators have been brought in. They've gone through all the robust due diligence and the foundations have been laid. So that now gives both the industry and the regulators even more time and arguably even more appetite to take an in-depth look into more granular issues such as responsible gambling and responsible responsible advertising of this space. The other point, the other part of that point I'm trying to make is the fact that in light of all of this, a lot of industry operators have started moving moving away from free bets, risk-free bets. If you think about it, it's an oxymoron. There's no yeah. such thing as a as a risk-free bet, and We've become much more meticulous in terms of setting out all the finer detail of the promotions the industry offers. So in my view, this is the this is the way to go, and that is one issue to tackle. We must make sure that we're even better at not misleading customers when it comes to these promotions, including, of course, including during big ticket events such as the upcoming March Madness. And the second the second point to address in this respect is of course the volume of frequency of advertising. So not so much about the content unless it's misleading in my view. That's the critical point there. But when it comes to the frequency, the industry, I'm pleased to report, is now having a hard think about the most efficient way of going about it. And that's because on the one hand, even practically speaking, you know, on top of the legal and regulatory obligations, there's a serious risk that the public might get fed up mm-hmm. with the yeah. constant and continuous avalanche of sports betting advertising. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is, that is the, the practical element that will, that will play, play a role. But also the, the, uh, when it comes to the volume of, uh, of advertising, now, you'd like to think that by now these operators have been around for some five <laughs> years and everybody is aware of those brands and, mm-hmm. and that is great, but there's still a role for that advertising to play and that is to make sure that the black market operators are driven out of this country 
so that the folks out there can easily differentiate between the legitimate and legal operators. And the other essential role advertising has, in my view, is to convey responsible gambling messages. Because if you're watching a March Madness game, yes, there's bound mm -hmm. to be sports betting advertising. So let's use it as an opportunity to convey all the messages, responsible wagering messages that Bill and I have talked about on, on this show. Well, Martin and Bill, we're running out of time. And, and like you said, Untain Foundation is doing amazing things. And uh, Martin, you teased it a little bit about what's coming up in the coming year. But can you, Bill or Martin, can you share what you have plans for the Untain Foundation in the coming year? And if you have a website, you want to give that out so people can check out the Untain Foundation US. Yeah, absolutely. There's a website. It's www.entain.foundation.us. Uh, I suppose it's the very obvious obvious URL. And in terms of what we've got uh, in the pipeline in a very immediate future, just like last year in late March, we'll be back at the New York City High Apostles together with Charles Oakley and the Wages Score team. We will be feeding the underprivileged and we'll be talking to the good folk of New York City about the response gambling and then we will replicate it a week later in Houston, Texas. How about you, Bill? Anything you want to share what you're doing in the coming year with regard to the Intain Foundation? I'm very excited about uh, approaching March Madness. I'm excited about the mm -hmm. conference tournament uh, time and leading into Selection Sunday on the 12th of March, which I think provides a wonderful opportunity and a significant opportunity uh, for operators to uh, double down on education through their adverts um, that are going to be massive during tournament time. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the irony of ironies is uh, a state like New Jersey, where it looks like Rutgers, uh, after the big win being 19 points down at the half to Penn State, looks like Rutgers is going to be an eight or nine seed, yeah. uh, which is exciting for those of us in New Jersey who are either graduates of the institution or, or support it, um, we're not going to be able to bet on that game. Yeah, I know. It's uh, incredible. We're going to have to go across the pond, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so, I'm uh, going to take a trip across the Delaware or, River to Pennsylvania. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's, that's sort of uh, the, the trouble with some regulatory overreach. Mm -hmm. But this is going to be a great month, the month of March, where we're, we're going to be able to advocate even more vociferously about gambling awareness. Um, and I'm very excited to be a part of Martin's team and his leadership to go onto college campuses, uh, to try to educate, uh, students and athletes about the importance of being mindful when you're putting a punt down. Um, and, and so, uh, I think the best is yet to come. I think the one thing I'd like to leave and impart to your audience, David, and you know this well, regulators uh, need to be better educated on how to provide opportunity for legal, ethical operators versus those dodgy black market operators who've saved massive millions of dollars by not entering the licensed regulated market and continue to go unscathed. So we have to find ways to uh, provide benefits to the sports betting operators, because David, you know this, but most people don't. Mm -hmm. Sports betting from an operator standpoint is a marginally profitable venture. Yeah, yeah. It's massively expensive, 
but it's also very, very hard because of risk management and odds making. Um, you know, you're talking about two percent, three percent margins. And so many people think these sports books are making massive profits. They are not. None of them are profitable. And they've been in the market approaching now, uh, you know, the fifth year. So I'm looking forward to a great 23. I'm looking forward to a great March Madness. And I thank you, as always, for the opportunity to share this morning's uh, conversation with you and Martin. Martin Litschke and Bill Pastorell III from the Intain Foundation U.S., thanks so much for coming on and telling us all about the great work the Intain Foundation is doing with regard to responsible gambling. It's such a huge issue for the gambling and sports betting industries, especially when it comes to the young people in this country. So please come back on and keep us updated about what's going on with the Intain Foundation. Thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. for having us. Bye-bye. Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time on the radio with House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.